Welcome to More Than Medicine, where Jesus is more than enough for the ills that plague our culture and our country. Hosted by author and physician, Dr. Robert Jackson, and his wife, Carlotta, and daughter, Hannah Miller. So listen up, because the doctor is in. Welcome to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson, bringing to you biblical insights and stories from the country doctor's rusty, dusty scrapbook. Well, today I have a privilege and an honor to have in my studio with me two gentlemen who represent Faith Home in Cowpen, South Carolina. Now, I have a special relationship with Faith Home because I've had the privilege of sending some of my patients there over the years who've had drug and alcohol issues, and it has been a tremendous blessing in the life of some of the patients that I have sent there. So I'm delighted to have Keith Blanton and Nathan Greenwell, who are representatives of that program. So gentlemen, thank you for being in the studio with me. And I'm going to first ask Keith if he will tell us what his responsibilities are there and how he came to be connected with Faith Home. Uh, my name is Keith Blanton. I uh, came through in 2011 and uh, just been serving Jesus ever since. Uh, I'm the superintendent over the Cowpens facilities, the men and the women's, and but I'm also the pastor, and that's that's the biggest blessing in uh, my life. I got you. All right, Nathan. Hey, I'm Nathan Greenwell. I come through Faith Home about a year and a half ago. And we I just had a lot of circumstances going on in my life then, really didn't know where I was going to go or what I was going to do, and just kind of finally, for the first time in my life, I, I threw my hands up, I got down on my knees, and I surrendered my life over to Jesus Christ. And from that day forward, the things that started happening in my life, the doors that he opened just kind of blew my mind. And I was allowed the opportunity to come to Cowpens and work on staff as the resale store clerk at uh -huh. our Faith Home Resale Store in Bowling Springs. And I did that for a while, and the opportunity opened for me to come on as the manager of the men's Cowpens facility. So I currently live there on the facility in Cowpens, and I'm the manager. And it's just been, uh, it's just been amazing what God has done for me. And it all started, it all started down on my knees, throwing my hands up, realizing that I couldn't do it, and realizing that He could. Starts with a broken and contrite spirit, doesn't it, brothers? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, now Faith Home has a facility in Cowpens, and where else? In Greenwood, South Carolina. And there's a men's facility and a women's a, facility. In Greenwood, there's a men's facility that houses 60 men. And in Abbeville, there's another women's facility. And it houses, I, if I ain't wrong, not counting staff, it's like 25 girls, I think. Okay. okay. Our our girls' facility here in Cowpens houses 16 girls, not counting staff. I got you. So about 20 girls. And, and, the, and the facility in Cowpens houses men as well? Yeah, and the men, it houses... 28 men. I got you. Now, now, what's the funding for this? Now, how, how does this thing financially operate? Um, we, we have, um, the, biggest, the biggest way is we have thrift stores and resale stores. Our biggest one is in Greenwood, and okay. it, it's right on uh, Highway 25 in Greenwood. And they, there's two trucks down there that run everywhere back and forth all day picking up donations and bringing them to the store and they also have 
three other smaller stores in around Greenwood. They have one in 96. They have one in Ware Shoals. And the women run one in Abbeville. I got you. And so, and up here, we have our big stores in Bowling Springs, the Bowling Springs resale store. And then we have another store that's in Chesney that's been there for going on 20 years now. And they, uh, it really, it really does amaze me what, how, how the Lord has, has blessed those stores and, uh, you know, the money that it brings in to keep these doors open. And along with that, um, we have, we have places like United Way comes mm-hmm. in and quarterly and they, they walk through and, and they fund and they donate money to us. Um, and we, uh, just different donations, different churches around Greenwood, uh, churches, um, you know, there's love Springs up here and there's, uh, just a bunch of them that it, it just amazes me the, you know, how much the Lord has, has, has really blessed this you. place and provided for me. You know, it, um, it keeps these it keeps these doors open because it's all you know it's all nonprofit. So yeah, um, but you know he really does but provide. The, but, the, but the clients don't have to pay to come there. No, no, it's 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 free. Services it's, it's are free, free facility. Free. It is an eight week inpatient program, uh-huh. um, and it is completely free. Uh-huh. And there's you know what close to 150 in both facilities. Uh-huh. Um, Men and you women, y'all feed them, you house them, we, and you provide biblical counseling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is a biblically based program. It is, and um, you know, I, I tell people it's 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 based on the Bible. It's based right. on Jesus. That's right. And it's all. I mean, it's also a balanced program where we do AA and NA as well. Right. Um, but my main, our main goal is. And I tell them this all the time: If you come in and you miss Jesus, you've missed everything. <laughs> That's right. You've missed it all because right. it, it's about getting a relationship with Jesus. That's, That's right. what it's about. That's right. And you know, Nathan was talking about the um, the donations. You know, some some churches have got us on their roll every, or their budget. I yeah, guess yeah. every month. Yeah, monthly budget. And, and they donate. But see, we run purely on donations, so they can, so it can be free yeah. to the next individual that comes in the door. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times us being included that if it cost me something i wouldn't have never been able, able to, to go there That's no right. no way well, most people that reach the bottom due to drugs or alcohol they don't have the finances to go no. rehab no sir and, and a lot of them lost their jobs and lost their insurance so they so insurance funded rehabs out the door too oh yeah yeah you know, yes sir i it see is. that in my medical practice all the time yes sir and and it amazing in the last five years god's always blessed faith on and and it's all God. But in the last five years, God has really had his hand on it. And I, I, I just can't brag on him enough because it, it's he's just done things that you just wouldn't think possible. And, right. and it's just, it amazes me. Well, I, And, you know, you're right about if, if folks don't find Jesus, they, they've missed the whole point of the program. I had a brother who was a drug addict for 12 years. He went through traditional rehab three times, $10,000 a pop each time. And every time he came out, he went straight back to his drug buddies. And I finally told my mom, I said, Mama, quit spending money on sending him to rehab. I said, until he's born again and until he finds Jesus, he's never going to quit using drugs. And, you know, she didn't understand that. But finally, finally, after 12 years, he was born again. He was transformed in a single day. He quit cocaine, LSD, marijuana, alcohol, and nicotine in a single day. He had no withdrawal symptoms whatsoever, and he's never looked back. He was a drummer in a rock band, 
And he called the band up and said, I'm, com- I'm not coming back. He had an occult mentor who was teaching him in the Satanic Bible. He called that guy up and said, I'm not coming back. Two weeks later, he was playing the drums in a praise and worship Bible, uh, band at Columbia Bible College. <laughs> it's Columbia International University now, but this was 25 years ago. And, and he's, still, he's still praising the Lord and playing in a worship band out in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm telling you, they had him on three different drugs for bipolar disorder. And I, he called me up a month or two later. He said, you think I need these drugs? I said, I don't believe so, brother. I said, just phase them off one at a time and see what happens. Three months later, he was off all three of them, and he's never been on any of them again. Wow. You see, the Lord Jesus totally transformed his life, and he didn't need traditional rehab. He needed Jesus. He needed Jesus. And I've told my patients that forever, and you do too. Right? Yeah, yeah we do. And, <laughs> and, and I'm a firm believer where it says that if any man be in, be in Christ, he's a new creature. A new creature. <laughs> old things pass away. And Behold, all, all things right. become new. That's right. Tell me your story. I want, well, I want to know your story. You tell me from the beginning what was going on in your life when you went to Faith Home, Nathan. When, you tell us. When, when I come into Faith Home, I had completely, I had completely lost everything. Um, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anybody in my family that that trusted me. That you know, burned all your bridges. Burned all you? my bridges because right. you know I had tried to get clean before and would have a few um, stints of of success and then go back out and have a few stints of success and go back out and 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 looking back now, what I was doing was I was trying to do it all myself. Yeah. I was trying to outthink this thing, or I was trying to outsmart it, or I was trying to have enough willpower. I was trying just to just to muster up enough in me yep. to think that that I could finally turn my life around. Mm-hmm. And when I had come into when I come into Faith Home, I had some legal issues and I was laying in my bed and I was tossing and turning and I was sick, I was detoxing, I didn't know where I was going to go or what I was going to do. Um and and finally I can remember it like it was yesterday. It was one night down in my bed in Greenwood. It was probably 2:30 in the morning. And I was tossing and turning. My roommate was over there sleeping just like a baby. And I was just, (laughs) you know, why me, why me, why me? And I finally, I rolled out of my bed. Um, It was in the middle of winter. It was freezing in there. I rolled out of my bed, and I got down on my knees, and I I literally threw my hands up. And I said, Lord, there's I cannot do this. There's no way I, I I can do this. I need your help. Will you please... Will you please come into my life mm-hmm. and help me do this thing? And I totally started surrendering. You know, we have Bob, we have um, devotion every morning, and everybody goes around and they say Bible verses, uh-huh. and uh, they have a sheet that we pick off of. And I kept relying on Philippians four six. It says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication." And it says, "With thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God." And and I just kept repeating and repeating that, repeating that over my head. And I was asking guys to pray for me, and and you know because I was just so anxious about what you yeah, know what, yeah. what, what was I going to do. I wanted to stay on staff, but didn't know if I could, and it was it was just a mess. And you know, finally that that verse, the second part of that verse started coming true, and it says, "Where the peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, it shall keep your hearts through through the Lord Jesus Christ." And 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 that finally started to stick and 
I didn't even, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that I could come up to Cowpens and be on staff. Yeah. And it was five days before I graduated. The general manager down there in, in Greenwood, James, uh, he come to me. He said, "Pack your bags, Nathan. You're going up to Cowpens to go on staff to work at the store as a resale clerk." <laughs> and I just was like, "Wow." You know, wow. The Lord doth the, provide. The, the Lord, he, he knew the whole time, you know, and, and, and it was just, and it all started with me surrendering. That's right. It all starts with, with surrendering. In AA, um, in, in the big, in the 12 and 12 book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it says, until a man so humbles himself, mm-hmm. his sobriety, if any, it will, will be precarious. Yes, right. It, it'll be sh- it won't be good. If you have any at all, it's not going right. to be very good. There's any pride left in you. Right, right. right. And, 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 um, and then, you know, when I come to Cowpens and, and, and I worked at the store for six or seven months, eight months, something like that, and was just, was just loyal. I just kept my head down. Uh, I just tried to let, you know, I just tried to open my heart and open my arms and, and let the Lord finally start leading me in my recovery instead of me leading myself. That's right. I, I put him first in everything and, and the doors that have opened since, that um, allow me to come on there and and to be the manager and just to pour into those guys and help the guys that that are coming in and and, and letting them see that this thing works and and just helping them, yeah. all of that helps me in return just as much and and, and it's just it, it blows my mind and you know I'm I'm excited to see you know what what the Lord's going to do I, I I love Faith Home. And and I don't have any plans on going anywhere now. I'd love to see it expand. I'd love to see, you know, I, I just think God's got big things in store. And I don't know what and I don't know when, but I'm not worried about what or when. I'm just going to just keep my, keep my heart open and staying humble and, and doing through today. Amen. And, uh, Amen. you know, Faith Home has saved, saved my life, and it got me to a point where Jesus can save my soul. That's right. And, I uh, hear you. I'm just grateful. Well, how, how many folks like like you two guys have gone through Faith Home over the years? Uh, it, it's between thirty and forty thousand. Well, how long has Faith Home been in existence? Since 1966. Who uh, started it? Mama, mama, I say Mama Barnes. <laughs> her name's Eileen Barnes, and her husband's name was Danny Barnes, uh-huh. and everybody called her Mama. Uh-huh. So, uh, and then she died this past past October. She died, and uh, but you know, God's still been faithful. Uh, but they started it. He was an alcoholic, and and it just blossomed, and, and it grew from what it was. And I don't remember how many beds they had at first, but it wasn't near what they got now. Right, right. It was just one house. But uh, I, I think I heard somebody say the other week that between thirty and 40,000 people went through there. Wow. And it, it's, it's— And what's y'all's recidivism rate? I don't know that. Anybody know? Anybody? I don't know that. I, I'm sure James knows, the executive director. Uh-huh. I'm sure he knows that. At one time, it was the leading in the southeast. I do know that. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know now off the top that? of my head. How about that? But it's pretty good. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh-huh. pretty good, especially for the ones that want it. That's right. You know. I understand. I think, I think statistically, uh, when you were talking about just traditional rehabs, I think it is, uh, I want to say, two out of every ten that come through will, you know. Relapse? No, eight out of ten will relapse. The traditional programs, yeah. and um, I can I remember a while back hearing somebody say at Faith Home it's more like six, five, four, 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 four out of ten, and and um, you know that's just it's in my experience watching these guys come in and graduate and leave, 
uh, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen so many guys that, that are out there now, mm -hmm. they're living good, successful lives. They're going to church. They have a family, yeah. they have a job yeah. and they're, uh, serving Jesus Christ and, and living and living a very good life. And, and that's the guys that come in and they don't try to fight. They don't try to buck. They just go along with the program, keep their head down and let Jesus finally work in their life. Yeah. And, the, and they're, they're out living good lives, yeah. you know, and, and in turn, I've, I've seen the, the opposite too. Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. and it's, it's, you know, it's sad <clears throat> to, to watch that, but, but it's also unbelievable to see, these these guys go out and and do things that they do now yeah um, it's amazing what jesus can do in a person's life transform right. yeah so um the success rate you was asking me about yeah yep. it's i'm glad we got a phone <laughs> it's uh after one year 68 percent it's what ours is uh percent is that we amazing serve, yeah that's a to me it is we serve 600 residents per year uh-huh at all, all counting all four facilities is how many residents we serve and uh all together he just said i didn't know exactly how many sorry all together he just said we have 135 beds that's uh -huh. at all four places so, i got you and 68 percent success rate 68 percent after one year how about that that's that's pretty astounding that i is think astounding. it is it is anyway. considering what the clientele you're working with right and, and i think it's well, I know it's all because of Jesus. That I mean, is. that's just what he, it is. He changes our, our hearts and our minds and our lives permanently. That's right. He if sure we does. let him. If we let him. If we let him. If we let him. He'll change your life, and he'll restore some stuff that you that only he could restore. Yeah. I've just seen it, and I'm going to brag on Nathan for just one minute if I can. Because uh, <clears throat> when me and my wife, Jody, we've known Nathan a while, and uh, when me and her walked into the room down there, he was talking about, He'd been there, what, a week, maybe two, two weeks, two weeks, something. And he absolutely looked like death. Hmm. I mean, he did. He, hmm. he looked like death warmed over. And I aggravate him all the time. I know I do. But but he makes my job way easier because he's right where the middle of God wants him to be. But to see God transform, you can see God work in somebody else's life way quicker than you can see him work in your own. Uh -huh. That's true. And That's true. to see God take him from that bed where he looked like he didn't have no hope and wasn't going to make it to what he's doing today, that just, it, it amazes me. It's miraculous. It's, it's, that's it all is, it is. It it's is miraculous. a modern-day miracle. And that's exactly what it is. It's a miracle. Y'all see it happening every day and, down there, don't you? I, one of our staff girls that's in Abbeville said something the other week, Doctor, and it just it stuck with me. God is still working miracles, and he's chose to give us a front-row seat. Right. That's right. Wow. You and get to I, see it, don't you? I, Every day. Every day. Well, tell me another story. Pick pick somebody out of the hat that's down there now that you you don't have to give a name. Just just tell me a story. Oh, well, <laughs> we have a fellow on staff now named Ronnie. And he, when when he come in the program, I think he come in the program, uh, it was last summer. But anyway, he had been in jail and in prison for a good bit of his you know, probably, adult life. Probably, yeah, adult life. Probably the last ten or fifteen years, he's he's been in and out, in and out of jail, and he come in with that mentality. You know, you see guys come in with that jail mentality that wanna, you know, it's it's you see you see it all the time. And he come in like that, and he had an ankle bracelet on, uh -huh. and was um, still had some court dates pending, and still had a lot of time hanging over his head. And I have watched that man do a complete. One hundred and eighty. Uh -huh. He 
he just about his sixth weekend, and he'll tell you this all the time, about his, it took him about six weeks. He said about his sixth weekend, he finally started realizing what Lord Jesus Christ could do in his life. Yeah. He finally started surrendering. He finally started opening up and yielding himself to, to what this program does. He was going to leave. He was going to go to a transitional house. As a matter of fact, he did. He was gone for a couple of days. And we had some stuff going on there at the house, and a staff position opened up. Me and Keith talked about it, and we called him up and said, look, we'd like to have you come back. And he agreed. And, and he and when, when he when he come back, he, he had – he had um, you know, he had some options out there to make some money and some and a good job and all, and he gave that up to come back to Faith Home he and to serve their own staff. And I have just watched. He, there's nothing he won't do when you ask him. He, he's just, he's just a new creation. That's right. He's, 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 he's a new creation. And he went to court a few weeks ago, and a lot of his charges have gone away. He didn't get near what he didn't get any present time. He's wow. and it's just, it's all God. It's <laughs> all God. And and like Keith said, you know, we've had a front row seat to sit there and watch it. You know, there's other men that are on staff there that come through. You know, they come through and they might have some anger issues and they, you know, they might just be real, you know, stubborn. And you can just slowly watch God start molding them. You can slowly watch, uh, you know. That they just start opening up their mind, start opening up their heart, and you know it. It reminds me, and this is a, a verse that Ronnie says every morning. It says, "Create me a clean heart, O Lord, and yeah. renew a right spirit within me." And it's Psalms fifty-one ten. Yeah. And you know, a lot of those verses just just stick with me, and they get they get not only me, but they get a lot of these guys through a lot of things that, that they're facing. You know, a yeah. lot of a lot of hardship and a lot of uh, fear and a lot of doubt. You know, just saying those Bible verses can can get you through a lot. That's what we do every morning. We have a, a devotion every mm-hmm. morning. It's Faith Home is very structured. Me and Keith have talked about this. One of the biggest things that we can teach these guys is structure. Yeah, is routine. Every morning, right on time, we eat breakfast at the same time. Right mm-hmm. after that, we have devotion. Right after that, they go to their assigned jobs, whether it be the thrift store or driving on the truck to pick up donations. Or yeah. we have a kitchen crew. We have a house crew that keeps everything nice and clean and neat. They go to their assigned jobs. They work until 4.30 in the afternoon. When they come home, they take a shower. We eat dinner at 6 o'clock the same time every day. And then we'll either have Bible study or we'll have an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. And we do that every night. And uh, Discipline. That, yeah, discipline. Discipline and yeah. routine. It's routine. Right. You know, it's, 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 so, it's so important. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, just going back to what I was saying about those Bible verses and, and devotion in the morning, they just... I've seen those verses literally transform the word. Like, yes. transforms it's, the word lives. is living. The, yeah. the word is it's, it's a living word. Right. Matter of fact, it, it has me thinking about Romans twelve two. It says, do, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the, by the renewing of your mind, so you That's may right. prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God." Yeah. And and I've just watched it in my life and yeah. in others' life. I, I've just seen it transform. Yes, but and it all starts right there with the word, and then and then he puts other things in our lives to help us get our lives straight, like AA, yeah. and celebrate recovery, and and mm-hmm. puts those. You know, that's why Faith Home, I believe, is 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 a balanced program. You know, yeah. I, I believe that God brought each and every man and woman that come through that door by divine appointment to to work the program that, that's set in place there. And when they do, it's amazing. Now, before we go, if, if somebody's listening and they know a, a family or a friend that's in desperate need, how, how do they get into Faith Home? Okay. 
So what they'd have to do is call the Greenwood number. That's mm-hmm. eight, I'll, I'll give it to you. That's 864-223-0694. And that gets that they have to put in an application. And they have to be the one that calls. It mm-hmm. can't be the family member or somebody like it. It has to be that person to call. Okay. They also can do it, I think now they can do it online. Am I right, Nathan? They can do it online now, too. What's the, what's the online? It's Faith Home Faith Home Rehabilitation Center. And, and there's a place on there for, for you to put in an application. Mm-hmm. And what they do is in the office they get the applications, and then they'll call the person. And then once they get on the list, they have to call every day mm-hmm. until a bed becomes available. Yeah. How long um, does it usually take for a bed to come available? Is that variable? Uh, it, it's variable, but you could say three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and if it's slam full, it'll take at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes it's sometimes it's a week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just really according to how things fall in there. The girls can generally get in quicker, mm-hmm. um, but not that much quicker. Okay. Maybe at two weeks. So, but everyone has to call that number or put it online. Now, if somebody wanted to make a donation, they can go to that website. Yes, we can make you can make donations over the website. If not, they could um, make them to Faith Home, and I forget the mailing address. That's it. P.O. Box thirty nine, Greenwood, South Carolina. Or 180 Battleground Road, Calpin, South Carolina. Okay. Now go back and give that phone number one more time. Okay. It's 864-223-0694. Okay. Uh, any last comments you'd like to make before we before we go about the ministry or your involvement or anything like that? I've just, I mean, it, it, it saved my life. And it not only saved my life, but it saved my wife's life. It saved my marriage. Because we lost everything. We lost our kid. We lost all this other stuff and didn't really like one another. But God has restored all that. And through it all, somehow, we stayed together. I don't know how, other than God's grace. And uh, But he's fixed all of it. Now we get to work together in ministry. And plus, my daughter, she absolutely loves it. She's 14 now. Uh-huh. And uh, she is as much a part of Faith Home as anything else. <laughs> she, she sings, and we just... It's, God changed our life. Amen. As they say, ain't God good. Ain't God good. He's sure been good to me. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I'm just so honored to have you on my program. And I am I know my audience will, will enjoy hearing what you've had to share. And uh, now, can folks come and visit? Just to, is that a possibility? Uh, yeah, they can. Saturday night if they want to come to graduation. Yeah, uh, on Saturday nights, they have graduation. And Greenwood, they eat at six. Okay. So, and, and anybody's welcome to that. Okay. They eat at six. The service is at seven o'clock or mm-hmm. seven fifteen. And you talking about some church services now? Yes. We I, have, well, I've been they, to one of those, and I, I want they you to are know some that good ones. it's an awesome service. And then, and that's what I was going to say. And then, if you're in this neck of the woods, uh, on Sunday mornings, we have um, church at eighteen twenty one Double Branch Road. It's at Orchard Street Church, okay. But it's the Faith Home. They let us use their thing. So, but it's open to anybody. It's not just for Faith Home, okay. And then they also have it in Greenwood on Sunday morning too. I got you. So, all right. Well, you're listening to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson. You've been listening to Keith Blanton and Nathan Greenwell. They've been representing Faith Home, gentlemen. Thank you for coming. It's been a delight to have you. God bless you both. Thank you for listening to this edition of More Than Medicine. 
For more information about the Jackson Family Ministry, Dr. Jackson's books, or to schedule a speaking engagement, go to their Facebook page, Instagram, or their webpage at jacksonfamilyministry.com. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Production at bobsloan.com.